Hey guys, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life and uh, we have been focusing recently on our new series where I'm going through the profiles of every one of the 16 archetypes according to Jungian analytical psychology, also known as depth psychology. We talked about the direct initiating control traditionalist, also known as the ESTJ. We've also talked about the direct initiating control artisan, also known as the ESTP. But in today's video, we're going to be talking about the direct initiating control ENTJ, also known as the chief, or in some circles, the executive. So the executive, uh, the executive is a very interesting uh, type. I personally, really like them. Uh, they're probably one of my favorites, I'd have to say. I always enjoy ENTJs, especially uh, female ENTJs, uh, especially successful female ENTJs who are entrepreneurs and definitely making their way uh, regardless of their gender. Uh, similar to uh, Dagny Taggart in uh, Atlas Shrugged, for example. That's an example of a uh, female ENTJ entrepreneur who, against all odds, was still able to build a successful rail company, for example, and uh, end up uh, being able to compete in uh, a men's world of business. But I'm not here to preach feminism or patriarchy either, so let's just uh, cut to the chase of the psychology stuff here. So, uh, the ENTJ, <clears throat> got on my little trusty whiteboard here. Let's see if you guys can see that. Awesome. Just right here. All right. So yeah, the ENTJ, expert, intuitive thinking, judging. Uh, they are an intellectual, uh, and they're the in charge structure type intellectual, direct initiating control uh, for their uh, interaction style. So. Four sides of the mind, their ego is the ENTJ, is the chief, their uh, unconscious shadow is the INTP, which is the engineer type. Uh, then you have the ISFP subconscious, the artist, and uh, their superego is the ESFJ. Um, now, in, in previous videos when I do these little whiteboards, uh, I didn't have this part filled out on these here. I just decided to put in like the definitions, like the, the one word definitions of the uh, actual cognitive functions. Um, so like logic is TI, so obviously TI right here would mean logic, for example. Um, but it's just it's just for reference, um, so you guys can follow along uh, to make sure uh, you can see what the, these minds are um, uh, aware of, basically. So um, let's talk about ENTJs. They are super rational, um, like really rational. They're extremely organized. They're all about routine. They're all about process. Very similar to how the ESTJ is. Uh, they constantly know what everyone else thinks. They can literally read people's minds because they're just naturally aware of what everyone around them is thinking at all times. And that's very important for them emotionally because as they're aware of the thoughts of other people, they want other people to regard them, uh, think highly of them, because that's what makes them feel good because they have that FI inferior. The FI inferior right here is what causes them to be insecure about their own self-worth. ENTJs walk around believing that they're bad people or that they're ineffective or, um, or uh, they, they struggle with fear of success. Uh, it's a big thing for them that they'll get so successful that they won't be able to handle it. Uh, and it just takes personal growth and time for them to do that. Um, also because they're expert thinking hero, 
that causes their interaction style to become more control based. ENTJs all of the time get uh, accused of being the most controlling of all the types. And to be honest, uh, that is kind of true actually. They are really, really controlling. Um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It, it can be a bad thing if it inhibits progress or movement in the right direction. But if they're taking their jolly sweet time and inhibiting progress, they're only serving to hurt themselves and those around them. Uh, but usually the reason why they're keeping things under control is because they need to have order um, to prevent chaos because like all control types, they can't have progress in the midst of chaos. Whereas a movement type like myself, yeah, sure, uh, chaos is great as long as I'm progressing towards my goal, right? But from an ENTJ point of view, they have to be able to have things under control in order to progress towards a goal. It's the other way around. Um, and why is that? Well, they're very goal-oriented. They're goal-oriented with their uh, parent. A parent function, introvert intuition, means that they are responsible with what they want. They don't allow themselves to be irresponsible with what they want, maybe a little bit in their youth, but as they get older, they realize that they have a future, um, they need to invest in it um, to, uh, to take time so that they can potentially uh, retire at an early age. Uh, most ENTJ's focus is to get rich, um, not a bad thing. Uh, an interesting point to make though, statistically speaking, the ENTJ is the most monetary successful of all the types. Uh, they are the types who are the richest, um, statistically. Uh, even my type, although ENTPs are classified as brilliant at times, we don't really, we're not the richest uh, by any means. The reason why is because we have a hard time finishing what we start. Whereas the ENTJ, when they're creating a company, they have that entrepreneurial spirit, but they're being organized about it. They're, uh, they're not leaving up anything to chance. Remember, everything has to be under control. So they do a lot of research um, with their extroverted thinking, trying to find out, and they use their SE child to find out what other people have done uh, with successful businesses, right? <clears throat> so, and I parent what they want to do, they want to have a successful company, right? That introverted intuition parent is responsible. So it uses SE child to try to find out what other people are doing in business, for example, or anything in general, just so that they know what they want to do. And they'll spend a lot of time researching and developing these processes and workflows for themselves and others and routines uh, so that they can be successful. Because to them, they could just reduce everything into a giant task list and then measure it accordingly and have goals. Like the whole simple goals system, uh, that was taught to me by an ENTJ because they have to be organized with what they do in their entrepreneurial or their everyday lives. Because if anything gets out of control, then they're not interested in doing it, or it's a risk to themselves and others. So they use these systems, these techniques, to help keep things in control. Another reason why they have to do that is because they have introverted sensing trickster. When you have introverted sensing trickster in combination with introverted intuition parent, uh, well, SI trickster makes you really forgetful for one, but it's also a lack of self-discipline. ENTJs get really impulsive. Like they're those people that would like impulse buying racks, um, totally made for ENTJs and ENFJs, but that's the next video. Um, they're very impulsive and they will make decisions impulsively and they will initiate with anyone if they have to, especially in relationships. 
I have been approached by many an ENTJ woman, especially in a bar, uh, who's expressed interest in me, and they took the initiative, and they were in control in that situation, which an ENTP like me finds absolutely fantastic, but it would drive an ESTP up the wall, for example. So like even uh, even relationships and how that works, it, it, it all goes down to cognitive functions, and that initiatory, I want to give him, or I want to show him a good experience in the bar, you know, uh, or more, really comes down to that impulsive introvert intuition parent. Because ENTJs are not about self-discipline, they are all about willpower. And if you take away an ENTJ's decision that, or take away their willpower, they'll have nothing to do with you. Absolutely nothing to do with you. Um, so let's talk about SE Child a little bit uh, along those lines. SE Child's also used to gauge loyalty. When an ENTJ runs a company or a business or has a crew or a group of friends, um, they expect those people to be loyal to them. They expect loyalty, they need loyalty, they can't live life without loyalty in the same way that uh, <clears throat> an ESTP does, you know, from their alpha male point of view. But the ENTJ is basically like the alpha male of the intellectuals, or, or the alpha male of the intuitives, basically. And the ESTP is the alpha male of the, uh, the sensors. So, based on that, Sorry. Uh, SE Child childishly wants to give everyone around them a good experience constantly. Uh, the end user experience, uh, have that good experience for the customer so that they always come back. They always want to give others a good experience. Uh, that includes, like, I've seen many EN, ENJs, ENTJs, and ENFJs put on uh, Tupperware parties, believe it or not. Because it doesn't mean, it doesn't, they don't care about the Tupperware, they care about the human interaction, they care about showing other people a good time. Uh, ENT, ENJs have like the best parties because extroverted sensing child, it's, it's like a little kid. It just wants to give everyone balloons and candy and hugs. And it will give that good experience to other people. And it just expects to have a good return on investment, which is why when SE child gives others a good experience, it wants to build up in, their, in those other people's SI functions, loyalty, a sense of loyalty. ENTJs not only expect loyalty, but they need it. If they do not have loyalty from other people, that could be a problem. However, ENTJs do their little loyalty checks like most SE users, and then they voluntarily push people away just to see if they'll come back. This happens all the time in business, in romantic relationships, even in parenting. ENTJ fathers and mothers, for example, will push their own children away just to see if their children are still loyal to them. I have got to say that that's really dumb. Like, don't do that. Remember, never push a loyal person too far that they no longer give a damn because everybody has their limits and ENTJs need to go that. Especially when their extroverted sensing child, which is searching for, uh, for loyalty, teams up with the any critic. Any critic, like it walks around every day criticizing the intentions of other people. It is really paranoid. Like it, especially young ENTJs, they just automatically assume that you have bad intentions or they automatically assume that you're going to betray them, or they automatically assume that uh, you only have, that you're a selfish human being and you always have an agenda and you have a bad agenda towards me and you know, I don't care how loyal you look, but you're just going to screw me over anyway someday and it's like, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Are you kidding me? Stop with the self-fulfilling prophecies. The self-licking ice cream cone, you know? 
extroverted intuition critic needs to learn how to be wise instead of like super irresponsible like that. And that's when you, when ENTJs get more mature, they end up not alienating other people by doing these stupid childish loyalty checks and realizing, oh yeah, that person, that person does have good intentions towards me. That person actually is loyal to me. He actually does care about me. And that's really what they want. They really need to, ENTJs need to fill people in their lives, people that are loyal to them, but also they need to give those people the ability to be, to want things on their own. I get that just because Mr. ENTJ, that you're the most responsible person in the world with what you want, and I know that you understand that other people are irresponsible with what they want with your any critic, doesn't still does not give you the right to judge other people um, or to assume other people when they, when it looks like that they don't want to give you good things or have good intentions towards you. That might just be your bitterness and jaded, jadedness from you know earlier on in your life, especially in your childhood, and you're taking it out on other people. You're just assuming they're going to screw you over, which inhibits your ability to have relationships with them, which inhibits your ability to trust them. NTJs specifically have a big problem with trust. It's kind of worse than INTJ though, but ENTJs, it's still an issue. So to any ENTJs watching this video, please trust people, give them the benefit of the doubt. And yes, everyone is human, which basically means even if someone's loyal to you, you're going to perceive them making a mistake. And then you're gonna get indignant because you're perceiving unfair treatment, which may or may not actually happen. And because that person may not be right in front of you with your SE child for you to monitor them and control them at all times, well, that, that does not give you the right to assume and jump to a conclusion that those people are like, you know, out to get you or they're going to betray you one day. Oh, and then on top of that, because you think that way, you put them in this box and keep them at arm's length as far as you can because you don't ever want anyone to get close. This is especially bad in ENTJ women. ENTJ women always keep people at arm's length and they really take casual sex seriously. And they prefer casual sex because then they can have the attitude of, well, it was just casual, you know, I don't actually care about him and he doesn't care about me, so, so what of it? I, I don't have to care, you know, like, come on, seriously? Like, especially like me as an ENTP, I take loyalty very seriously, and if I'm going to sleep with you, that means I'm gonna take a bullet for you, you know? But it's not my fault that you're jumping to conclusions, right? Don't jump to conclusions. Stop it. It's not fair. It's really not fair. And you can't be everywhere, you know, monitoring what these people are doing, trying to keep track of what they're doing all the time, and then judging them for it by assuming that they're any critic, that they're up to no good. You can't do that. This is one of the biggest hangups of ENTJs. So, and then to make matters worse, they're insecure about how they feel about themselves, their self-worth. They are afraid that they are bad people walking around. Just like the ESTJs, let me tell you something. If you find an ENTJ, give them a freaking hug. Like seriously, they're fantastic people. The FI inferior, they get a bad rap and, and most people because they're FE demon because they don't really care about how other people feel. And ENTJs often get like labeled like they're these machine people, like they're soulless. I'm here to tell you ENTJs are not soulless. They have a nice, soft, gushy center and they're amazing human beings. All you have to do is tell them that you think highly of them. All you have to do is tell them that you appreciate receiving the good experiences that they give you. 
the ENTJ virtue is altruism. I know plenty of ENTJs that constantly give and give and give, and they are so generous, and yet everybody accuses them of being greedy. I am so tired of that. I'm so tired of everyone accusing ENTJs of being greedy. Like, I don't have patience for that anymore. Like, it needs to stop. So, just be aware of that. Like, they're very sensitive people, too. You know, they... They, uh, they may not really care about how other people feel because just like the ESTJs, they don't have the mental space to care about how other people feel because they're too busy being afraid that they're a bad person to begin with. So all of their effort is trying to prove that they're a good person. Always. And that's why ENTJs are trying to show you things. Hey, look at what I made. Look at this cool piece of art that I made. Or look at this company I made. You know, do you think highly of me yet? Can I feel good about myself because you think highly of me yet? Oh, no, I can't do that. You know, oh, it's not good enough. Like, 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 what if you're raising an ENTJ little girl and you're just constantly pushing her and pushing her and pushing her and then all she gets from you is that my daddy doesn't think well of me. My daddy doesn't think I'm good enough. Maybe I'm not good enough. Are you kidding me? Like, seriously, parents, learn your children. Like, type your children and understand them and stop parenting them on the same standard as everyone else. ENTJ girls, especially, are super sensitive to this. Like, you can't do that to these people. Stop parenting people in ignorance, please. Please stop parenting people in ignorance. It's not helping society. It's not helping our legacy here, people. We gotta wake up. It is our responsibility to learn these types, especially ENTJs, because they're super rare, especially rare in women. Like, it's like half a percent of the population are ENTJ women. And, and, and these women are accused of being emasculating, uh, of being too manly, you know, and not woman enough. You know, I, I get accused of being too feminine. Because the ENTP is somewhat effeminate, right? Well, the ENTJ is pretty masculine, and there's these masculine women walking around because they're ENTJs, and they're being crapped on by society, by ignorant, shallow people. Like, stop. Stop. These people are awesome. These people, like, they could be like Bill Gates. They could be like Donald Trump. Build these amazing companies and help change the world and have altruism. Altruism that... Um, that could save lives, that could improve health, that could cure diseases. But instead, everyone decides to haze them all the time, and then, then they become so bitter that they don't want to help anyone anymore. They don't want to be altruistic anymore. So instead, they become greedy. Okay? So that's how ENTJs work. They put themselves out there, but then they get crapped on because they're so different, and then they no longer have any desire with their NI parents, and, and they're any critic, to help their fellow man. And then they just come off as greedy all the time because no one could possibly believe that they're altruistic or those people take advantage of their altruism, take advantage of SE child. Are you kidding me? That's child abuse. Wake up, people, stop doing that. Please, ENTJs don't deserve this treatment. So anyway, uh, the fifth function is introverted thinking logic. They worry about whether or not things are correct, whether or not they're true, whether or not they're doing something right. They have that worry inside of them. And so because of that, they go to other people, hey, what are you doing with your SE child? Or they compare with their TE uh, hero, what do you think about this? Or they find out what other people have done and compare to what they're doing, or find out what other people are thinking and compare it to their own thinking, just so they can get over their worry of their TEI nemesis, because they worry that they're not smart. They walk around worrying about whether or not they're smart or whether or not they're stupid. 
and having their own thoughts, they worry that they might be wrong, so they go to other, other sources to verify if that's correct. So please be aware of that. Wow, allergies out here are crazy. Um, we talked a lot about any critic already. We talked about SI Trickster. This is what makes them super forgetful. ENTJs uh, and ENFJs, but both of them walk around like they have to like write down everything or else it's out one year, out through one year and in one year and out the other. Like seriously, they have a lot of RAM, random access memory, short-term memory with their SE child, but their, long, their hard drive, introverted sensing, is almost non-existent. They're just unaware of long-term memory. So the, why is that? It's because they store their memories in physical objects. It's like that, uh, you know, here's a pot. If an ENTJ were to pick up this pot, the ENTJ would instantly know where this pot was, where it's been, you know, they'll have all that data available to them because they store it, like if they've ever touched it before or, um, or if they've seen someone else touch it, the memories attached to that action are stored in the physical environment. That's how extroverted sensing works. It's physics, um, physical awareness, physics, and uh, like that one Marvel superpower where someone picks up an, a physical object, they instantly know where it's been in the history of that object. It's the same thing, it's extroverted sensing. But because their mind is so focused on that, it doesn't have much room for introverted sensing. So it just, it, new information comes in and it pushes out the old. So what you have to do is you have to remember for them. That's why they need to be around SI users so SI users can remind them of things because SI users store everything in long-term memory, not short-term memory. But SI users need SI users around like ENTJ so that the ENTJ can fix the car, if you know what I mean, because they have mechanical awareness and people like me, <laughs> my mechanical awareness is my lowest function. That's not gonna work. So, and then there's also FE Demon. We talked a little bit about FE Demon. Uh, FE Demon is basically what causes people to think that ENTJs are just uncaring. They're not uncaring, for one, let me tell you. SE Child is constantly focused on giving others a good experience. TE Hero is concentrated on trying to make other people less stupid. It's trying to educate other people in the right way of doing things all the time. I'd say that's very useful and very helpful because TE Heroes out there, ESTJs and ENTJs, human beings are less stupid. Thank you, both types. Thank you for doing that. And they always want to give people a good experience. That sounds good. And you know what? Deep down, the ENTJ actually wants to do the good thing with their FI inferior, believe it or not. You know? Uh, but FE Demon, oh man, you're so uncaring. You don't care about how I feel. You know, grow up, people. Seriously, it's not the ENTJ's job to be aware of how you feel. It's just not. Find, find an FE user. Don't go to the. Don't get mad at the ENTJ for not being able to like be aware of how you feel. Just just stop. Leave the ENTJ alone. It, it's not their. It's not their thing. And oh, and by the way, if you keep trying to force it upon the ENTJ, if you keep labeling the ENTJ as some heartless, careless person, <laughs> they will screw you up. Because eventually, if they if they go into their super ego, their ESFJ super ego, they're gonna be like, okay, yeah, I'll care about you. I'll care about your feelings. In fact, I'm gonna cook you this nice dinner right now, you know? I'm gonna light some candles. I'm gonna like put something, uh, you know, make this absolute perfect little dinner set up here, you know? You have a seat, you know? Here, why don't you just eat this meal? This would be a fantastic meal. And then you eat the meal. Oh, but by the way, did I mention that I put in flesh-eating parasites in your meal? Yeah, come on guys, don't wake up ESFJ super ego. Like, it will love you to death. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. Let the ENTJ be a good person and stop accusing them of being horrible. 
stop it. it. It's just, it does no good. It does no good. They're trying so hard to be moral. And all you have to do is that if they're being immoral, you just have to disagree with them, disagree with their behavior. You have to say, I don't think this is good. That's all you have to say. The words, I don't think this is good. T, his, their TE and their FI function will instantly fire and then they'll be forced to reconsider something else because they automatically worry that they might be wrong about what they're doing. Then they, and because they are already worried that they're wrong, they have no choice but to listen to your point. See, that's a great part about ENTJs. They will listen to you if you can get their attention. Because if you have a point, that means they may be wrong. And if, and if, and if your point's better than theirs, they'll immediately change their behavior like that. They, there is no waiting, you know, because of their lack of introverted sensing down here, they have no discipline. It's either all go or all stop. Impulse, remember? Now let's talk about their subconscious. Their subconscious, the ENTJ subconscious, is an absolutely beautiful thing. It is fantastic. It is the artist, the artist subconscious. I have seen ENTJs, uh, some ENTJ men, make the most beautiful art I have ever seen. There's this one ENTJ out of Seattle, for example. He owned a red camera company, and uh, he was really good at film. I was so impressed. He even actually let me go on, let me go on one of his sets. Uh, well, they're filming some underwater um, underwater film, and it was an amazing experience, and the technology that he would leverage, and it was just an art to him. He also used that same art to create the most amazing music videos I've ever seen for A-list uh, musicians. Unbelievable. All because of an ENTJ's ISFP subconscious. They're all about art. They're all about trying to create the ultimate experience. Their great work, their magnum opus. Every ENTJ at the bottom of their heart has a magnum opus that they're trying to create for you and show it to you so that you think highly of them because that's all they ever want. That's all an ENTJ would ever want is for you to think highly of them and for you to receive that experience that they're trying to give you because you know what? They feel good about you enough that they're willing to go to all this effort to show you and make this for you. And that's what ENTJs are all about. And that's why they take charge. I mean, Alfred Hitchcock is another great example. You know, he, he had full control over his films and no one even knew what he was up to. And it's like no one could just bother him. He's likely an INTP though, an INTP filmmaker. But if he was an ENTJ, he was doing it with ISFP subconscious and that was unbelievable. ISFP subconscious is fantastic. It is to be protected. It is to be allowed to have all the freedom in the world. Because remember, NISE users need freedom, freedom for decision making. It's not just for SPs, it's not just for the artisans. Anyone who is an NI or SE user needs freedom of choice. If they don't have freedom of choice, they become stagnant and then they may as well die. There's nothing they can do. Stagnation is everything an ENTJ is not and they can't, they can't deal with it. So there's one other point I was trying to make. Um, Yeah, uh, watch out for the critic. Also, like, ENTJs really like it when other people explain uh, everything to them. Um, that's why they like ENTPs or INTPs, because they're very informative. Even though they are direct themselves, they like to have all of the information. And having all that information 
helps them worry less about their own thinking, and it also makes them less afraid that they're doing the bad thing because the more information they have, to them, knowledge is power. And it's more important to an ENTJ than like an ESTJ. Knowledge is power is serious when it comes to ENTJs um, because then they're able to become more successful. So, um, yeah, I think that'll, that'll do it for tonight. So, anyway, uh, if you found this video to be educational or helpful, um, please leave a like or subscribe. If you have any questions relating to ENTJs, by all means, leave them in the comment section and I'll do my best uh, to answer. Um, remember, uh, just tell them that you think highly of them. Uh, let them do whatever they want. Uh, allow them to give you a good experience and always encourage them and remind them that they really are good people and not bad people like they are afraid. And also tell them, if they're right about something, tell them so they stop worrying about whether or not they're wrong. And always do your best to prove your loyalty to them even when they're not asking. That way their any critic is not going to immediately jump to conclusions and assume that you're cheating on them or that you're stealing the company away from them or you're taking all their customers away. You know, insert crazy betrayal, you know, scenario that may not actually be true, but it's true in their mind because they're jumping to conclusions and you're just like, dude, like, you're so paranoid. You know what I mean? So there's give and take there. ENTJ shouldn't be paranoid, but also guys, go out of your way to just know that that's there and just continue to demonstrate loyalty and be consistent with them and they'll love you forever. So such is the way of the ENTJ. Anyway, with all that, y'all have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow.